With a pandemic and a revolution happening at the same time, we get to choose what kind of society we want to rebuild and who we want to be together. I'm Baratunde Thurston, author, activist, and comedian, and I've got a new podcast, How to Citizen with Baratunde. Our democratic experiment is at a tipping point, but which way we tip is up to us. iHeartRadio is number one for podcasts, but don't take our word for it. Find How to Citizen with Baratunde on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts. On Crook and Chase Nashville Chats, a visit with global superstars Brian Kelly and Tyler Hubbard of Florida Georgia Line. Now, they've made history with their music and have been just as successful offstage. However, there's one thing they've decided they won't do during the pandemic. You'll learn what and why. Plus, a chat about what they'll explore next and fashion, family, and out of nowhere, butt skiing. <laughs> it's Tyler and BK with CNC. Listen and subscribe on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to podcasts. The Bobby Bones post-show pre-show. The Eurovision Song Contest is coming to America. Now, we don't know what this is because we don't see it on our TV, but in Europe, it's massive. And I've heard about this for years. Every country has a song, I think, just about, and they all compete against each other in Europe, and then there's a big winner, and it's the biggest rated thing on TV once a year. Like Celine Dion came from it. ABBA came from it. But they're going to do it in America but each state, like there's regional, then it goes to state, and then states compete against each other, and then one state has like a song, like a winning artist song kind of thing. Oh, okay. That like, right? cool. I think it'll be, listen, God knows we don't need another singing show, right? And I say that as someone who's been on one the last three seasons, which by the way, I don't even know if I'm going back to American Idol this year or not, but I think another singing show. However, this is interesting to me because you get to find somebody to root for. Like that actually has a connection with you. Like for me, would it be Arkansas or would it be some, is it somebody competing from Nashville that I know? But it's state by state. I thought that was interesting. The Eurovision Song Contest is coming to America. Did anyone watch the Eurovision uh, Will Ferrell movie on Netflix? No. Euro. It was huge. It just came out. It was called The Story of uh, Will Ferrell, Rachel McAdams. Mike, did you watch that? I haven't it. Was up in my main thing the whole time. Oh no, I haven't even heard of it. All right. Let's see, 250 students and staff quarantined in a Georgia school district after one week of school. Oh, wow. That's what's going to happen. Yeah, that's true. I know. My kids start back this week. We'll see what happens. How long do you think that, that school will happen? You can have all, I don't all, know. all the want, options. Full? You want to put money on it? <laughs> full year, half year, a couple weeks? I'm going to give it a month, and then maybe we shift. Ugh. I'm going to give it... I'll give it a month. That's me being super optimistic. And it, and then it shifts to maybe more of a distance learning. I mean, the kids, they have to wear masks and shields. And then when they're in their seat in the classroom because they're socially distanced, they can remove the mask but keep the shield on. Because I'm like, there's no way some of these kids, like that. even my son, 10, like he's not going to. Hmm be able to do all that and then have to concentrate. I mean, learning for some kids is hard enough. Now you add all this other stuff. It's going to be hard. Uh, here you go. Years ago, Amy, you were adamant that you would not let your kids have Oreos. Yeah. Do you remember this? I do. And I was like, no, you're going to let your kids have Oreos. I know. And you said... No, I won't. You, I won't. This is the type, I know the type of parent I'm going to be, and you're wrong, and you're not me, and I'm not going to let my kids have Oreos. It's probably something like that. I Look, don't know. I'm looking for an update. Oh, my kids have Oreos now, but so do I. 
I think I didn't have Oreos, and I didn't think they should have Oreos. My, I definitely, I had a lot of disordered eating habits, even just thinking that one Oreo would be harmful in some way, shape, or form, which it's not. And it was a toxic way of thinking, and I thought that I could control what they ate, but I want them to have that freedom. And and me allowing that now and not making it a big deal makes it less of a big deal because now they don't see an Oreo as like this crazy thing they can never have, and then I could be creating them wanting it even more. Yeah, I just was wondering if there was an update on that. I know you're right. Is that more so what you wanted to hear? Yeah, yeah, you yeah were that's right. what I wanted. I know. Because <laughs> you just told me, you made me feel so dumb. You're like, there's no way. I know what kind of parent I'm going to be. I know. Yeah. I, that is a huge, that's a big, I can't believe I was so, there's so many times in this sh- show and all these, what, going into 15 years that I've said things or I look back and I'm like, oh, I really kind of was kind of judgmental and thought I knew what I was talking about and was pretty adamant. Well, if you're not but growing. Grown. Yeah, of course. Yeah. We should always be growing and looking back and going, oh, man, I don't really love that version of me. Mm-hmm. We should be always getting better and yeah. learning. Yeah. I'll give you one more story. Hasbro has yanked the Trolls doll due to a poorly placed giggle button on the crotch <laughs> of the girl. Oh that's, not, oh, that's not good. I know. Here. Who thought of that? Down here is a button right here on her privates. And if you push those, she makes these sounds. Like a gasping sound. This button, it says nothing about this button on the box. Nothing. I don't know how I got through so many layers. Because, okay, so they designed it like that. Well, then somebody's, first of all, bad design. Then somebody's got to look over it, like quality control, and go, okay, yes, check. Then somebody's got to look over it again. There's, there are just so many levels to get through. Mm-hmm. When you think of product development, Before yeah. it gets out to a shelf. Yeah. And how there was a button on the crotch of a troll doll. Somebody gets in trouble for that. Mm-hmm. That's not smart. I also get gold if you push me there, though. I'm an adult. <laughs> what? Nothing. It's funny, but then I'm like, I shouldn't laugh. But then I'm like, it's just a joke. Of course it's just a joke. I know. It's also not a little kid doll. I I cannot believe they put... I don't understand how that gets through so many levels. Me neither. All right, on to today's show. I think you're going to like it because it definitely gets weird. Thank you. Today was weird. Enjoy. Bye, everybody. On Crook and Chase Nashville Chats, a visit with global superstars Brian Kelly and Tyler Hubbard of Florida Georgia Line. Now, they've made history with their music and have been just as successful offstage. However, there's one thing they've decided they won't do during the pandemic. You'll learn what and why. Plus, a chat about what they'll explore next and fashion, family, and out of nowhere, butt skiing. <laughs> it's Tyler and BK with CNC. Listen and subscribe on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Guys, welcome to Monday's show. Morning, studio. Morning. We've been on vacation for a few days. What'd you do? I was just here, stayed home. But did you do anything? Did you accomplish anything? Oh yeah, like around the house, I we accomplished a lot, but definitely didn't go anywhere. We talked about doing some sort of staycation, but then our son had some medical stuff, so we just stayed home and then we chilled with him and did a lot of family bonding. Did you watch any good movies? Twilight. 
Is that considered good? I don't, you tell me. It's better than I thought. Really? I never, How many did you watch? Four out of five. <laughs> well, my kids, you know, they're really into these movies that have a whole series. You know, it started with Hunger Games and then we did Divergent and whatever. So they love it when it's a trilogy and there's more to it. And so Twilight has five movies. I never read the books. Only knew it was about vampires and love. But it's better than I thought. Like, I, my kids loved it. Five out of five. My daughter wants to be a vampire. Awesome. And I thought it was three out of five. My husband gives it a one out of five. Yeah, I thought the movies were just okay. He did not like it. We went to Arkansas. We, you know, bought a little cabin. And it's a really cool private space near Hot Springs. And so we stayed in it for five. We only were going to go for three. But we took the dog. And so we didn't need to be back. So we ended up staying for five days. And just kind of outfitted it with towels, sheets, all that stuff. Getting it all ready. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was pretty awesome, though. We went At one point, we went on a walk. I'm not a big walker, but we went on a walk through the woods. We found this trail. I'm walking the trail, and I said to Caitlin, and we had, we had Stanley with us, too, walking him. He's a big, fat bulldog, too, so he doesn't like to go on long walks. That's why I like to take him on walks, because I know he didn't have much in him. Then you have an out. Then I'm like, oh, Stanley can't breathe. Let's get him home. <laughs> so we're walking this trail, and he's kind of huffing and puffing a little bit. I'm like, hey, we should probably get out of here. And I saw kind of a clear spot off the trail to get back to the car. I said, hey, why don't we just jump off the trail and walk over here? So we jump off the trail. It's probably 30 yards till we get to the clear spot. Walk to the clear spot, get to the car, and Caitlin looks down at her legs, and she goes, I got all these weird... She goes, these, these aren't moles. Tiny, tiny. I said, oh, no. We walked through the biggest seed tick pile. I mean, all over us. I'm, I'm, I'm so eat up still from seed ticks. Okay, so what's the difference between a tick and a seed tick? Uh, the size? See, yeah. The size of a seed? You, can al- you almost can't see them. They're so small. Oh, that's freaking me out. And she had never had seed ticks. And I guess I thought everybody had seed ticks. Like mm-hmm. Growing up in the woods in Arkansas, we had seed ticks all the time. Seed ticks were as common as regular ticks. And so we were just covered in them. And I've been itching for like four days. I just got nailed. But we did that. That was the worst part of the trip. But it was actually, a, we, had a, we had a good time. I tell you, they have these fitted sheets you know, that you, you put on beds and you, you put it over the corners and you pull it down and you're like, well, crap, this is not even on right. And you have to turn it around. You, <clears throat> this fitted sheet we got has a tag at the top of it that says yeah. this side at the top. It revolutionized changing the bed. I agree. Do you get them at Target? I found some at Target. They changed my life. We got ours at Walmart. I'm sure Walmart, Target, yep. whatever. We yeah. got ours at Walmart. Whoever thought of that genius because I was like I was frustrated already when we pulled it out I was like I don't know which I never do this right like I never just guess right mm-hmm. and so I grabbed the top of it and it said this on top we put it on there and it, you would have thought they invented the the cure for cancer I was like holy crap this is the most amazing thing that fitted sheet brings me so much pain I put it on even if it's right the first time it doesn't seem right and you're and guessing then I'm like yourself. let me do it again yeah. and it doesn't fit and it's like, I always picture as I'm doing it, that song. So, uh, but we really had a great week. and That's gl- awesome. Yeah, glad to be back at work. And um, we'll check in with Eddie in a little bit who, again, I told him not to come in if he was positive or negative with coronavirus. He's had it for the last month or so. So we'll check in with him, see if he still has coronavirus. Now we'll talk to Kane Brown coming up. Uh, glad everybody's here. I was reading a story about New Zealand. They have 100 days now without any COVID-19. Oh, that's amazing. They have shut it down. I, I see all these countries that have figured out how to shut it down and have 
the people got locked up. They didn't come out screaming about protest economy, protest. They just said, okay, this is a bad thing. If we want it to go away quicker, it's going to hurt a little more in the short term. But New Zealand did this. Like they haven't, it's been a, three months, not a single case of coronavirus. Isn't that wild? Number one is ongoing border controls to stop it from entering the country. Like you're not going into New Zealand right now. Number two, a lockdown and physical distancing to stop community transmission. So when that, I think New Zealand has a president or a premier. She was like, all right, don't leave your house. You're locked down. And you can come out screaming about the economy later. And the economy will bounce back quicker because we're going to lock down longer at first. And they did. And they have no coronavirus. And then they do, you know, testing and they do the contact tracing where if somebody does have it, they were like, all right, let's see who you've been around. And they just, boom, just efficient, efficient. I look at the, the, the world and data and it's like the UK, 12 cases. Uh, Italy, 41 cases. America, 10,000 cases. It is crazy how we cannot get a hold on this thing. I think the uh, analogy was because some states would lock down and some wouldn't, like only peeing in one corner of the pool. Oh, like, yeah. Like, okay, you can pee in that corner of the pool, but you know it's going to get out everywhere if you don't not oh, pee in the whole pool. I had not heard that analogy. That's... that's uh, but good for them. You know, I mean, we... Uh, good for them. Maybe These, we'll get there. No, we ain't getting there. I said maybe. We have to take care of ourselves. Go out, take care of yourself, wear a mask, look out for you, because ain't nobody looking out for you except you. That's it. Don't have any faith in any of the government to look out for you at this point. We're all on our own. This is like walking dead with coronavirus. Uh, all right, here we go. I did. Good morning, everybody. <laughs> well, I think we can bounce that out. Uh, let us now do our good news countdown. Here we go. It's the good news countdown. Counting down the biggest good news stories across the land. All right, friends, I got five of them. Here we go at number five. Number five! A bunch of veterans in West Palm Beach, Florida got together and donated groceries to more than 200 healthcare workers. A woman who helped organize it said they just wanted to help and save them a trip to the store. Here's a clip of her. You know, it's a very tough time emotionally, and we feel really disconnected from each other. So I just wanted them to know the world cares, and it's one less grocery shopping trip at the end of their long, tired days. Love it. Let's move on to number four. Number four! A group of college kids in Tucson are offering free tutoring to kids at their old high school. Everything from math, uh, statistics, biology, economics. They're like, hey, we got you. We, we get it. We're going to tutor you for free. Number three! Gary Sinise. You know who that is? No. Uh, remember Lieutenant Dan? Yes. Yeah. Oh, that's him? Okay, mm-hmm. got it. Gary Sinise's charity has done a ton to help veterans and healthcare workers in the last few months. The Gary Sinise Foundation has now raised over $1.3 million. They've handed out 54,000 meals and given first responders more than 5,000 pieces of PPE. Awesome. thought that's pretty cool. Number two. A man who fought in World War II just graduated in college as a top honor in his class at the age of 96. Ah, yeah. I love that. I thought you were either going to say nine or 96. He's now the <laughs> oldest person to graduate college. Wow, one of the oldest. That's crazy. And here we go. Number one. Number one. A five-year-old girl in Colorado released a balloon and wrote a message on it that said her top wish for 2020 was a pony. And a woman with seven horses found it 50 miles away. Isn't that 
crazy. She tracked the girl's family down. She got in touch. They're going to meet up soon and go for a ride together. Here's the woman who found the balloon. Just that one balloon, like, it absolutely made my day to see that there was actually something that I could do in the world today, even if it was just helping one person. There you go. That's, so, like, the person oh. that found the balloon had a horse? Seven of them. I know. What are the odds of that? Yeah, that's why it's the number one. I know. Cause, like, cause, I just yeah. want to make sure we understand how I significant. I think everybody did, yeah. That's crazy. Uh-huh. There you go. That was the Good News Countdown. Before we left to go to Arkansas, Caitlin lost her iPhone. We were out shopping for furniture, and we're going around, and we went to uh, West Elm. That's a store, huh? Yep. And so we did that. We went into some furniture store in the mall, and she's like, "Uh uh-oh, I don't have my phone. And so we're trying to check it back, and couldn't find it. And so we're positive it was left in the mall. And so she is like, oh, great. And we're going to Arkansas the next day, so she can't get a phone sent back here. So she has to get it sent to Arkansas, and it was a whole thing. She didn't have a phone for three days, which she's fine without a phone. She's not like me who's on my phone all the time. But a little bit, it started to wear on her. She's like, man, I can't really communicate with people. I can't text as much as I would like to or call my friends. And so then she started to assume that someone just stole her phone. She was like, I bet someone stole my phone. Because we tried to do the final iPhone, it was shut down. And we did the thing where you can shut the phone down yourself and then put a message on the front that goes, hey, call this number if this phone is found. You can do that? Mm-hmm. I had no idea. It's so someone can't get into it. I know yeah. they need a passcode, but... So we're waiting on the phone. We get nothing, we get nothing. And she is convinced herself and a little bit me that maybe it was stolen out of her purse. And like, like a pickpocket? Maybe, maybe, maybe. Hmm. And I'm like, I don't think so. Because you and her share similar traits in what's important to me time, efficiency, noticing really uh, specific detail. Not the most important to her. Mm-hmm. She has other things that she cares about, yeah. like loving and a big heart and spending extra time. You know, it's just, it's, right, it's, a good, it's a good mix, but we definitely don't have the same priorities when it comes to that. And so she, um, she's like, I think it was stolen. And so we never heard back. So we get a call from a, a police officer called me. And it's like, hey, um, I'm calling... It's just, uh, I don't know if he said Bobby or not. He goes, hey, I have a phone here that someone turned in because my number was put on the front of her screen. And I was like, oh. And I thought right now I need to find out if it's stolen or not because I didn't think it was. I thought she just probably lost it. And I go, hey, can I ask you a question? Was this phone stolen or did someone just find it and turn it in? And the, the cop goes, no, no, no. Someone just found it at the mall. It was just. Yeah. So, <laughs> what did you, if it was stolen, I was going to say, yeah, and I have the suspect right here. Well, no, but they, could, but they could have busted him with stealing stuff. True. And, and, but yeah, she just, she somebody it. just turned I, it in. Yeah. I, yeah, she probably got interested in a piece of furniture, sat down to test it out, left the phone, it got hidden under the pillow. Yeah, I was it telling, happens. your husband and I were together, and I was telling him this story before we left, and he was like, and he had like nine stories about you. Like mm-hmm. he was just reeling them off one after the other. Mm-hmm. Just, oh, Amy did this. Amy did this. And I was like, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good times. But she got her phone back. Yeah. That's awesome. End. So she, and she'd already ordered another phone too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> two phones. Mm-hmm. But what do you need, even need two phones for? I know. Um, Old Dominion put out, we're going to get into music school in a second. They put out a whole album called Meow Mixes. Have you heard these? I haven't. They literally, this is funny, just did all their songs with the word meow over the words. Here you go. Mm-hmm. 
know what that is? I know what the song well, what's is. The song? Uh, 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 Life is short, make it sweet. Yeah. Because I'm stuck on you, you're stuck on me. They did every song in their album like this. Okay, here is One Man Band. Uh, play the real version of that first, Raimundo. Here's One Man Band from Old Dominion. And here is the Meow Mix. I know all the words every song now. Here's uh, some people do real quick. Meow Mix. Meow, 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 meow. They did every song. Old Dominion was bored. I know. I'm like, okay. Now what? Speaking of music, let's do Bobby and Eddie's music school. Bobby and Eddie's music school is now in session. Up in the morning and out to school. So this is cool. On this day, 23 years ago, Garth Brooks played that big free concert in Central Park. A record 980,000 people showed up, almost a million people, to see Garth perform with Billy Joel and Don McLean. HBO's live telecast of the concert set a ratings record. Garth Live from Central Park drew HBO's largest audience for original program. Um, Here's Garth doing Friends in Low Places in Central Park. This is Garth and Billy Joel, and they're doing Shameless, but Billy Joel actually wrote Shameless. Did you know that? I think I learned that from you somewhere. But they're doing it together here in Central Park. Yeah. Isn't that crazy? Love it. They called it Garth Stock back in the day. But yeah, Garth at Central Park. I had the... uh, Double live album. And I even knew all the parts where Garth would like talk to the crowd. I like had it all memorized. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it was on this day, 23 years ago, Garth played this concert in Central Park. Uh, that's Bobby and Eddie's Music School. Class dismissed. That was Bobby and Eddie's Music School. Got a couple things that I think may excite you. We'll talk to Kane Brown coming up in a little bit. Our draft will be the greatest entertainment. <laughs> hey, how's, how manly is my sneeze? Be honest about that. Because I just sneezed on the air. Mm-hmm. Didn't mean to. Yeah. How manly would you say that sneeze is? I felt like it was pretty solid. Because you never really know. Mm-hmm. No, I mean, you didn't go like, achoo! Well, and I didn't I didn't mask it with any fake masculinity. Right. That was just a genuine sneeze. If you were to hear that, what would you think? Manly. I'm going to tell you why. Because guys have the weirdest thing. Like Mike D, he'll pee beside me in the urinal. It sounds like you're dumping a bucket out. He pees, and I wish I was that manly. What? Why does more pee sound equal manliness? Because think about this. Drip, 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 drip. That's me, right? Mike D, our writer, sounds like this. Whoosh, and you're like, dang. I think he drinks more water than you. No, I don't think that's what it is. Anyway, but then I wonder, I sneeze and stuff too. Okay. But that sneeze was pretty good. That was, it was pretty solid, yeah. like to hear Mighty D sneeze. Everybody's mm-hmm. got a little girl sneeze. Yeah, probably. I mean. A little princess sneeze. Because mm-hmm. I got a man sneeze. Okay. The latest from Nashville and Hollywood. Morgan number two's 30 Second Skinny. 
Dolly Parton will be releasing a Christmas album this holiday season. It will be called A Holly Dolly Christmas, featuring Michael Buble, Billy Ray Cyrus, Miley Cyrus, Jimmy Fallon, and more. No word yet on when it will drop. Ryman Auditorium will be hosting a series of live stream concerts called Live at the Ryman starting August 14th. Brett Young, Chris Jansen, Scotty McCreary, and Cam are just a few of the performers. Tickets are on sale now. Jason Aldean balances his children's screen time with being outside. Um, I just I just think it's so much harder now. They got so many other things to... I mean, we had TV and video games, but now it's like phones and iPads and along with all that other stuff, so... I have to step in sometimes and just kind of like take it away for a minute and, you know, make them go outside. I'm Morgan number two. That's your skinny. It's time for the good news. With Bobby. Tell me something good. A teen in California has raised thousands for older dogs to try to help them find a forever home, just like she did when she was adopted. Her name's Mina Kumar. She was born uh, and adopted in, in San Jose, California. She loves dogs, works as a pet sitter. But now she's like, man, I want to help these older dogs. Because older dogs don't get adopted, obviously, as much. I mean, yeah. just like kids. Mm-hmm. People, like when you guys were adopting, most people want babies. True. Yeah. And when you adopted, your son was how old and your daughter was how old? Oh, when they got to America, my son was seven and my daughter was 10. She got involved with this rescue by these dogs because she was like, man, they're always left behind in shelters. And so she started it. She started Pet Fairy Services, offering pet sitting, and after years of hard work, raised $7,000. They matched it, and now she's helping these older dogs with all that money. She said, hey, adopt senior dogs. They give you the same unconditional love. I'll tell you this, too, about senior dogs is most of the time, if they're not old, 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 they're already kind of trained. You don't have to get poop everywhere. Yeah. Yeah. And that's what it's all about. That was Tell Me Something Good. Bobby Bone Show. Bonehead. Story of the day. This story comes to us from England. A man was all excited. He was ready to propose to his girlfriend, had the ring, went to his apartment, set up a hundred candles all over the apartment, lit them all, and he goes to get her out of the hallway. And when he comes back in, the apartment's on fire. Burnt the whole thing thing down. down. Mm. I saw the picture of it. Oh. I mean, it looks not just like a little part of the room caught on fire. Oh, man. The whole thing looks charred, the whole inside of the room. So bad. And they did like a recreate. He did one of those pictures where they're like, oh, his arms up in the air like, Mm -hmm. do 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 Oh. Yeah, burnt the whole thing. But she still said yes, right? Yeah, she still said yes. I mean, it's crazy fire damage. (laughs) Wow. It's a memory. All right. I'm Lunchbox. That's your bonehead story of the day. Our video producer, Eddie, is not in the studio this morning. As you know, Eddie's had the coronavirus. For how long, Eddie? Oh, gosh, it's been a month. A month. And so I had him stay out of studio today. Just we wanted this bit to be better. Like, is he <sighs> corona-free after vacation for... By the way, Eddie's been on vacation for a month. Let's not get this right. <laughs> <laughs> we, we had vacation. Eddie got corona during vacation. Then the, the last next, one. Yeah, 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 yeah. Then the next three weeks, he's just home chilling with corona. And now, through the vacation last time, he has corona, but he was out fishing and stuff. Um, so, Eddie, do you know the answer to this? I don't. Okay. Do you, you, oh. Obviously, you don't. I, uh, no. I just told him to stay home. Okay. Regardless, and we get the answer on the air if he still has the coronavirus a month later. By the way, how are you feeling? Do you have any symptoms still? I feel great. I feel great. I mean, I'm about 100%. I mean, I, I, everything's done with me, out of my body. I feel fine. Eddie, did you get tested during vacation? I sure did, Bones. 
And what kind of test was it? Was it a nose test? Was it a yeah, blood swab test? Up the, nope. Swab up the nose, touch my, tickle my brain, mm-hmm. and then out. And how many days until you got your result? Three days. Amy, how do you feel? Do you think he is still corona positive, or is he ready to be back in studio corona negative? I really want him to be negative. Every time I've been asked this question before, I've said positive, and I've been right. So I'm going to throw it out there that it's negative, and I hope that I'm right again. Lunchbox. Look, he has to be negative because he posted pictures out on boats, and he was doing all sorts of activities where he's out in the public. So... The only way he goes out in public is if he's negative. So he has to be negative. But he also feels as though he's trusting scientists, and scientists have said he's not contagious. He doesn't know why he keeps testing positive, but after X amount of days, he's good to go. Would you like to speak on that, Eddie, before you give us your (laughs) your result? (laughs) Yes, Amy is absolutely right. According to science and the CDC, 10 days after your symptoms start, you are no longer able to transmit this virus to anyone else. But... The rule at work is that I have to test negative for me to come back into that studio and hang out with you guys again. Okay. Eddie. <laughs> Morgan, you want to guess before he goes? <laughs> I, I think he's negative. Yeah. Ray? I am going to say negative. Otherwise, he's had this for over a month, and that's unbelievable. But we have had listeners call in and say they've tested positive eight times. <laughs> okay, he's had it for a month. Eddie, are yeah. you corona positive still or corona negative? Boys and girls, after taking my test for the third time officially, I am still positive. Oh my gosh! Oh! I even, I, you're going out and doing things. I thought it was positive, but I was trying to say oh, negative no. to just make that the answer because I feel like we're super pessimistic here. Oh. But oh my gosh! I knew he texted me, and Eddie was very disappointed. He was like, "I'm sorry, I'm still positive." I know. What? I don't understand this. I don't understand. It hasn't left his body yet. Eddie? So I asked I asked the doctor <laughs> and I said I said, "What well, what like really? Come on, be, be real with me. Like what what's happening here?" He says that uh, you're what we're dealing with is dead virus still in my sinus cavities. Oh. So so it's still there. I'm not able to transmit it according to my doctor. But it's still there, and you're. And he said that I can still test positive for up to another month. And I'm like, this is crazy. Why doesn't he test your blood? That's a good question. Like Did if someone's like, question? there's yeah, yeah. Uh, so if, if someone's like, there's dead virus in your nose, I would ask for a test up another hole. <laughs> hey, and you know, you know what? What's funny is some of our listeners were DMing me some like advice, and I don't know if this is right, and I'm just saying this is what they DM'd me, and they said, you know, you should use a neti pot and get all that stuff out before you take the test. So I did it, and it didn't work. So, so you tried to cheat. I mean, you know, if, if we're dealing with dead virus cells in my in my nose, sure, get it out of there. Why not? <sighs> so Eddie, is that, Eddie, yeah. when are you gonna get tested again this week? I think I'm just going to give it another week, Bones. I mean, I, yeah. I don't see the point in in trying any quicker than that just to get another positive result. So. Oh my gosh. Oh. So some people just the the dead virus goes away faster. I don't know. Like, I, I guess don't. I don't know. That's what, that's what the doctor told me. Eddie, is there any, but, um, any segment you'd like to pitch Corona in your house still? Corona in my house. Yeah. 
Um, I, I do. I do have a, a segment that I, I did want to bring up. I got an f- interesting email uh, from Google, and it said I'm part of a lawsuit. So they're going to give me money. I don't know if you guys got this email. Did you see this? No, I'm assuming it's a class action lawsuit. Apple just lost one where they paid everybody like 25 bucks or something. Is this the same thing Google's happened? Did somebody sue them? Yeah, same thing. I guess they got hacked or something like a few years back, and everyone gets $12 if you're a part of that class action lawsuit, which I've been part of these before, but I've never claimed the money. I don't know. There's something a little fishy about it. I don't know who this this law firm is or whatever, so I don't think I'm going to do the 12 bucks. Under the settlement, Google will pay $7.5 million. That's like a nickel to them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's less than a nickel to them. I started, I clicked on it or whatever, and was going to seem like, I think it said I would get, what did it say, Eddie? $12? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, 12 bucks. Okay, so, yeah. And then the, the time it's going to take me to figure out how to do it all is like, <laughs> delete. <Exactly. laughs> like, I filled out something similar. The king of Nairobi is looking to stash his money. So I let him use my account. That's legit. I'm glad you did that. Mm-hmm. Uh, Eddie thinks, you're, Eddie was uh, FaceTiming me and he says his son still wants to come over and clean the basketball court in my house. He thinks he lost his jaw, right? Uh, he was really worried, man. He was like, gosh, dad, you know, since you got Corona, I don't know if Bobby's going to want you or me or any of us to go to his house and still do the job of sweeping the courts or whatever. So so he got on the FaceTime and Bobby, thank you so much, dude. I think you settled his brain because he was really worried that he lost his job. Well, he'll get it back whenever his dad tests negative for Corona. <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> Another reason I need to test negative. Well, also, has your son been tested for coronavirus? No, he is not. Yeah, because kids can have it and they're totally asymptomatic. Uh, some. Yeah, but 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 I'm te- I'm telling him too. I'm like, no, nah, son, don't worry. You have nothing to worry about. You got no symptoms. You're good. But you probably you're probably right, Amy. He probably does have it. Well, no, I don't. <laughs> no, I'm not. I'm not implying that he has it at all. Okay, Eddie. Thank you. Sorry, you're not here, bud. We'll check in with you later. All right, man. Eddie, you'll do it. Tell me something good coming up later. Uh, Eddie from his house. Are you still in that bedroom? We're broadcasting. No. No, no, no. I've moved to the living room, so I got to keep it down a little bit. <laughs> You're, How about they you... keep it down? This is work. <laughs> Wait, Not you. They're still sleeping. <laughs> uh, what? Oh, yeah, no. All I'm right. Just... All right, Eddie. Talk to you soon. All right. Bye, guys. Today's your son's birthday, huh? Yeah, he's 10 years old. Cannot believe it. Dang. Happy birthday, Stevenson. So crazy. Does he ever listen to the show? No, not really. Mm-mm. They used to. Sometimes on their way to school, but they're not going to school until later this week. Maybe they'll start back. You said he had some sort of procedure done over the break. Did he have to get COVID tested during the, when he went to the hospital or doctor? Yeah, because before they would allow him to come in, they wanted a negative test. So the going, have it going to the procedure, no big deal. He's fine with that. Going to get a coronavirus test, he was freaking out, especially because he knows that Eddie is positive. And keeps testing positive, so he just thinks that that means anytime you get a test, you're positive, and then you're just stuck at home. So, <laughs> luckily, we finally got him there. I mean, we had to offer up everything in the world, though. Like, ice cream, whatever you want for dinner, you could do anything. It's just your world, we're just living in it, go get the COVID test. And Stashira volunteered to get a test, too, to make him feel more comfortable. <laughs> like, all the things. Caitlin has to do that with me to go to Target. Ice cream, dinner. 
<laughs> volunteers oh, tribute for something it. else. So, yeah, Eddie really caused a lot of issues with the coronavirus Thanks, Eddie. test. Thanks a lot. Yes. Sorry about that, Amy. Yeah. Hey, yeah. well, let's hope I don't have to go to the hospital for anything because, I mean, I'll keep testing positive for a little bit and they're going to be like, nah, can't come in. Sorry. Yep. <laughs> all right, we're now going to pick the greatest entertainers of all time. This is our draft for today with Garth going, I'm taking myself out of the running. Hmm. That was inspired here. Uh, Garth will not be the entertainer of the year at the CMAs this year. So we're now going to do the greatest entertainers of all time. It doesn't have to be country music. A lot of my guys here aren't even in the world of country music. Does it have to be music? No, because some of mine aren't okay, music. Okay, thank you, because I had like, yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it can be whatever you want, like anything. Uh, the draft has greatest entertainers of all time. I have the first pick, and obviously I'm going with Garth Brooks. Not a close second in my mind. Garth Brooks is my first pick. Amy, who are you taking? Greatest entertainers of all time. My first pick is George Strait. Why? <laughs> I think he has great songs. He just, have you ever watch him? I have gone to see him yeah. multiple he doesn't, times. He doesn't and move. He, yeah, he doesn't need to. <laughs> right. So that is, that's entertainment. Being able to huh. have I, listen, people don't take come this as... see you when you don't even move off a stool. Yeah, yeah. No, no. Uh, great. It's your pick. I just was and surprised his, that that uh, His music is entertaining to me when it comes on the radio, when Nailed it's it. on a CD, when it's in iTunes. Nailed it. I mean, yeah, he's not swinging from a rope or catching himself on fire, but that he's- Has a, Garth ever caught himself on fire? <laughs> he said, that would be awesome. He's, he's a solid entertainer. Has George Strait never been nominated or won Entertainer of the Year? He's won three times. Okay. Well, I guess I'm not the only one that thinks he's an entertainer. Yeah. No, no. Listen, your answer's right. It's your answer. It doesn't sound like you think it's You're right. You're awfully defensive. All I did was say he doesn't no, move no, around no. a lot. Your face was like, huh, interesting. Well, I didn't even put him on my list. Of course you didn't. That's why. It's just interesting. I feel like you're an interesting person. You say interesting things. Thank you. Uh, Lunchbox. Yeah, going from one guy that doesn't move to a guy that could move, taught us to walk on the moon backwards and walk like an Egyptian. Give me Michael Jackson. I don't think he did walk like an Egyptian. That was he like, didn't. That was the moonwalk. The yeah. Bengals did walk like an Egyptian. <laughs> oh, no, there's a pyramid uh, video I watch. Nah. Oh, not- remember the time, but he's oh. that's the video. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Also, what? also you mean the, all the <laughs> allegations? <laughs> That has nothing to do with what how entertaining he was. That's true. Well, I mean, if that's the case, can we pick Bill Cosby? <laughs> oh, my gosh. Still not the same. We're not yeah, getting not, in this not, draft. Yeah, not this is not the draft we want to walk down. <laughs> hey. Eddie, you're up. Okay. I'm going to steer away from those two. So I'm going to go with the king of rock and roll, yeah. Elvis Presley. Come on. Great one. You know, I just learned that my dad loves Elvis, and I never knew that about him. And it makes me want to listen. I know that you and Eddie love Elvis, but I've never really listened to much. But recently learning that my dad has a fascination with Elvis, I was like, dang, we should have talked about this more as a kid, and I need to go learn some Elvis. I dated a girl a long time ago who just did not like Elvis, and it took her down a couple points. When I was on the fence, am I going to break up or not? The Elvis thing kind of... Made the decision easy. Gosh. Who doesn't love Elvis? You don't have to love, love him, but Elvis is great. Uh, Raymundo, you got the final pick in the first round. Greatest entertainers of all time. He can do it all. He can act, dance, sing. Um, I think that's it. It's sexy back, Mr. JT. That's good. Add Justin Timberlake, too. That's a good one. 
All right, all of our first round picks are in. Now we'll go backward for the second round. Raymundo, who are you adding to your Justin Timberlake pick? I was going to do uh, Ellen up until about a week ago. <laughs> <laughs> Seems like people say she's so mean. Uh, I did see an 11-year-old. All right, a story yesterday about a guy said when he was 11, Ellen called him fat and stupid or something. Oh, no. No, she didn't. Right now, it's it's very in vogue to attack Ellen. Listen, yeah, I've known forever she's not the nicest, but she doesn't have to be the nicest. And I, I think now, here's the, here it is. People are coming out of the woodwork to get on Ellen DeGeneres. The latest is the man who claims she bullied him when he was only 11 years old by calling him fat and stupid. Not only that, she, quote, took pleasure in his distress. Okay, Ben, gravel it. <laughs> Is that really a story you want to call people with? Guys, you'll, you'll never believe this. Come interview me. Ellen called me fat and stupid. News at 11. We'll see you then. Uh, Raymundo, you're not picking Ellen. Who are you picking? Another comedian, and he's on movies which are really funny. Kevin Hart. Oh, good. Yeah! All right. Eddie, you have Elvis. Who are you adding to your team with Elvis? All right, so I'm going to go with another entertainer, music entertainer. I've never seen him live, but I've only heard great things about him. Bruno Mars. Oh, that is a great oh, one that dang. I didn't even put down. Very good line. A plus, ah! a plus second that, round pick, Eddie. Thank you, man. Thank you. Wow. Uh, the draft is greatest entertainers of all time. Lunchbox. Man, Eddie took mine out of my pocket. So, ah, let's go to the movie world. And I mean, you watch all his movies. This is in every movie. America loves him. Give me Tom Hanks. Tom Hanks is good. Amy, who do you have going with George Strait? Uh, I have The Rock. <laughs> good. I have The Rock. He's so good. I mean, he yeah. entertains in multiple ways. That's a good one. Hmm. Greatest entertainers of all time. It's now my pick. To go with Garth Brooks, I think I'm going to put... Michael Jordan. Ooh. Oh, athlete. Wow, that's good. Interesting. I think I'm going Michael Jordan. The biggest athlete of our lifetime. Don't know if that's going to translate well, but I'm going Michael Jordan. Why? Why wouldn't it translate well? Because like you said, oh, an athlete. No, that, I think yeah. that's interesting. That may be that's, a weird, but, no. but again, he's there's only like two or three athletes I would ever put on that list. Michael Jordan, Babe Ruth, like super next level. The, to, for, the, everybody in the world knows who Michael Jordan is. Like, I don't know everybody in the world, and that's a rare thing. Yeah, who, what's in, Babe Ruth, Michael, Jordan, there's got to be, who's the football one? Well, you could do soccer, but America doesn't know soccer as well. Rudy? From the movie? <laughs> what? <laughs> I was trying to think of a You football. played for like one minute. And it inspired an entire movie. Yeah. Uh, but even American football will be tough because we're the only country so like that really Tom plays. Tom Brady doesn't count? Because the world doesn't play football. American football. Uh, okay. I don't really know what to do next. So I have, I know, it's this next round. Who you, who's you got on there? Well, I have Garth Brooks and Michael oh. Jordan. We're going to do the third round now. Like, I was thinking about James Brown, but I just think they're probably a little too old. So I think I'm going to pick... This year's Entertainer of the Year. Oh, wow. Wait. <laughs> this is crazy. What, Eddie? This is exactly what I have down. I had James Brown, and I scratched it out, and I know who you're going to pick right now. Well, you don't, though, because it could be one or two, but I'm going to pick Luke Combs. Ah, you got oh, it. Yeah. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. 
Amy, you're up. You have uh, George Strait and The Rock. Who are you adding to your greatest entertainers? Bobby Bones. No, no one's going to. You're going to lose. And, I, and, and I'm going to be annoyed either way. Because if you win, I'm going to be annoyed. But if Why you lose, I'm going to be annoyed because I'm like, nobody picked me as a great entertainer. <laughs> you put me in a place to only hey, lose. I think you picked me before and lost. Yeah. It does hurt. Oh. Uh, Lunchbox has Michael Jackson and Tom Hanks. Oh, man. I mean, this one, I mean, this dude is entertaining. He dresses in great outfits. Give me Elton John. Right? Oh, good. Yeah, that is good. Eddie, you have a pretty good team here. Elvis and Bruno Mars. Yeah, I think I'm going to ruin it with this pick because (laughs) I had James Brown in the queue. But I think you're right, Bones. I don't think it's going to translate well. Then I had Luke Combs. You took it. So here we go with my pick. Cedric the Entertainer. Huh? What? <laughs> what? <laughs> he has the name. Bobby, you're not going to lose. He has it in his name. Yeah, Bobby, you're not going to lose. Not, we're like, fine. There's we're no fine. chance Eddie can beat you <laughs> like, now. I'll get Why votes. not go Luke Bryan or Eric Church? Yeah, no, that's, that's all smart stuff, but I figured since <laughs> Cedric has I mean, the I would have taken Chris Rock as a comedian over Cedric the Entertainer. Oh, my God. Or Adam Sandler. Yeah, or... I had Adam Sandler, too. I did, too, but I... Oh, um, my God. Raymundo, last pick. Yeah, not many people can do it. It's very difficult. I've always tried. You can do a morning show that he did every day on TV and then a nighttime, uh, what was it, a game show. It's so difficult to entertain people in all those different ways. The late Regis Philbin. Mm. Oh. Ooh, hit us in the heartstrings. Oh. Wow. All right. Well, there you have it. You can go vote. Go to bobbybones.com. Vote on the greatest entertainer of all time. The, it's up now, starting right this second. And uh, it'll be up for a few hours. Go vote on the team that you think should win. The team. Look for the whole team. You don't have to look at one pick. Look for the whole team. All right, you guys can call us. Leave us a message if we don't answer. Bobby, have you guys heard about Priscilla Block? She's taken over TikTok with this song called Just About Over You. She asked for donations to record the song. She recorded it, released it. And this song literally went number one on the top iTunes chart. You guys have to listen to it. Give her a shout out. Priscilla Block, we love this song. Okay, well, yeah, she has a song called Thick Thighs too on TikTok, which is what really popped her. She'll be in tomorrow. I've already reached out to her last week. And so she's going to come in. Oh, awesome. So you get no more love than getting a spot here in the studio. So tomorrow, the first country artist to explode because of TikTok. There are people that have big followings over there. Morgan Wallen has a big following. People love Morgan Wallen on TikTok. But Priscilla Block's the first person I've seen that's a country artist that has actually come from TikTok. So I don't know if she can sing. I mean, I see her sing on on TikTok. I don't know if she can sing in person. But we'll find out tomorrow around this time. Good? Yeah. Right. I love finding out if someone can sing in person. Yeah, me too. <laughs> I mean, it's the worst. I know, it's the worst. <laughs> I'm, I'm sure she can. Yeah. And it's going to be great. This isn't about her, but sometimes it's we brought people her. in. I'm sure Priscilla is lovely yeah. and amazing and talented. But yeah, it's awkward when sometimes people come in and then, I don't know, maybe just an off day. <laughs> yeah. We have to look at them. The Show. Here's Amy's pile of stories. So an official sequel for Dirty Dancing is happening, which I I'm super pumped about. The original movie was 33 years ago, and it's one of my favorites. And Jennifer Grey, she played Baby in that movie, and she is locked in to return to the sequel. She may break her hip, though, if she dances hard in this one. What? She's, no, she's not that old. If it was 33 years ago and she had to be in her 20s, she's not going to dance that hard at almost 60 years old. 
I know, but have you She's watched 60 it yet? years old. No. Oh. But there have been other like weird sequels. Dirty Dancing, Havana Nights. They've made other ones. But what is her role going to be? Because it can't be the same thing. Is she like the mom or grandma of somebody dancing? Don't know exactly yet, but the CEO of Lionsgate says that it's going to be exactly the kind of romantic, nostalgic movie that fans have been waiting for. I saw Alyssa Milano and uh, 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 Tony Maselli. What's, what's that guy's name? Who's the boss? Yeah. That's coming back as Who's the Boss? Yeah, Tony Danza. Tony Danza, yeah. Yeah, his name's Tony Maselli on the show. But that that's coming back where she now is the parent. Kind of the same thing I thought would happen here. She's the parent, and he's the grandparent, and raising them in that home. See that? I haven't, but I mean, I would watch that. Hopefully, I could watch it with my kids. All right, what else? Uh, Luke Combs got married. It was while we were on vacation, but uh, they finally revealed his wedding cake. <laughs> and it was a beer can. <laughs> Oh, it is a beer can. What's it say in the can? The can is, it's, a, it's not like a Bud Light or anything. It just says Nicole and beer. Get it? Like those are his two loves. Never broke my heart. Oh, got it. Nicole and beer never broke my heart. And then it has hearts. And then the day they got married. And then he put a caption on Instagram that it was the best day of his life. He got to marry his best friend. I love you, Nicole. Here's to forever. All right. Congratulations to them. What else? Where do you think you've been eating the most during pandemic home times home. but if you go out I feel like Olive Garden been- All of, I mean we've been to Olive Garden so many yeah. times we'll go about one a week at Olive Garden you- we, we will occasionally we'll branch out and go to Red Lobster but Olive Garden yeah you are like the average American you're what? the pulse of America with that because Olive Garden and Texas Roadhouse ranked the most popular restaurants during the pandemic we went out one time over in Arkansas and we went to Olive Garden I say went out me, Caitlin, Arkansas, Keith Went to Olive Garden, sat at the bar. We didn't even go into the restaurant, restaurant, sat at the bar and had, and I, when I go to Olive Garden, I get the same thing. Soup, I get the soup and salad, but my salad have extra pepperoncinis and don't be shy with the cheese. Like you can stop, but wait till I say stop. Don't just do the twist and then walk away. Like, let me say good. Cause if not, I'm gonna say, let me get some more. And then I like it also on my soup. And I like that Tuscana soup. Mm. Yeah. Okay. That's the Bobby Special. That's a pulse. Oh, you don't even know about the Bobby Special. So what happened? I made up a drink over the break. We went to Sonic. And we go to Sonic a lot. But if you drink a lot of uh, the, the cherry limeades, which I do at times, it's a bit sugarful. So I said, okay, I'm going to make up a new drink. So it's a Sonic has really great ice. Maybe the best oh, ice. for sure. So it's called a Bobby water. So you fill it. It's, it's just an ice water. But you fill it with fresh fruit because you can go, hey, put fruit in it. And so it tastes fruity, like strawberries and cherries. But then you put nerds in it, too. What? It's called the Bobby Water. You were worried about the sugar in a cherry limeade, but you're drinking nerds. Yeah, way less, though. All they're doing is dumping some nerds in there. It makes the water sweet. Well, the sugar's dissolving into the... But it's not as much as if it's a whole cherry limeade. (laughs) Okay. You guys should have a... Just go and order a Bobby Water at Sonic. So are the people working at Sonic going to be... Annoyed with yeah. this concoction? Yeah. No, not annoyed because you can <laughs> you can make it on the app. Oh, okay. That's how I did it the first time because like on Uber, I'll just start hitting buttons and see the crazy things I can I can make on Uber Eats. Um, I had no idea you could customize a drink. On the Sonic. Sonic app, yeah. By the way, they're not a sponsor of ours. They should be. As much as, as, much as you go. Yeah. Um, but yeah, just go and order a Bobby water. Push it and be like, I'll take one Bobby water and they won't know what it is. But if enough people do it and they call their general manager, we'll make it a thing. Hey, Scuba, can we get like a president of Sonic on or something? Yeah, we're just sending an email to our sales guy to see what we can do with Sonic because I know you talk about it all the time. Bypass sales. They don't get us crap. 
Go right to the go to Sonic.com. Okay. Find out who the CEO is. You can find him. Yeah, I'll get him. Say well, probably we, he's probably on LinkedIn. Yeah. He's probably somewhere. Okay. All right. I'll see what I can do for you. We'll talk with him. Okay. His name is Jay Clifford Hudson. He's chairman of the board and chief executive officer of Oklahoma City-based Sonic Corp. He's 66, born in Dallas, Texas. Big fan of this guy. Shout out. I don't know much about him. I just we just Googled him. Hey, Jay Clifford Hudson, if you're listening right now, I got a great pitch for you. It's called a Bobby Water. My listeners are your customers. I'm your customer, Jay Clifford. Wonder if he goes by Jay or Clifford. Questions I'm gonna ask him when we or get him Cliff. on. Yeah. Yeah. Mr. Hudson. Is he a billionaire? Let's see. I don't know. 1954, Not University of Oklahoma. CEO of Sonic. Pretty um, nice. Okay. Here we go. Uh, 65, 4.5 billion. Nah, he's talking about the... Okay. Anyway, love Sonic. All right. Is that it, Mike? Amy? <laughs> yes. No, Mike's put it up on the screen for me. <laughs> yes, I'm Amy. That's my pile. That was Amy's pile of stories. Oh. It's time for the good news. With Amy. Tell me something good. So this mom in Iowa, she was relaxing by the pool when all of a sudden her son is out on an ATV in their yard and crashes into a fence and a tree. She runs over. He has severed an artery. So she's like, okay, I need to make a tourniquet. She uses her bikini top, ties it off, makes a tourniquet. Wait, she's topless around her son? Look, I don't know the details. <laughs> <laughs> the face that you made when like, I said that. I'm hurting. Uh, and I'm confused. <laughs> He's 13. Oh, no. Yeah. So she had some medical training. She knew exactly what to do. And paramedics say that it's likely that he could have died within two minutes if she wow. hadn't reacted so quickly. So Peyton was the boy. He's now recovering and doing well, but says his mom is his hero. And she is. Yeah, great for her. Great story saved his life. I'm just thinking, if I'm a 13-year-old boy, my mom starts to take off that bikini top. <laughs> but you're I'm having to, die. to reevaluate real quick. I know, I know. But 13 is like the worst age. To, mm-hmm. all right, hey, that's a great story. That's what it's all about. That was Tell Me Something Good. We'll talk to Kane Brown in the next five minutes. He's hanging out right now in our Marathon Virtual Green Room. If you are a Kane Brown fan, he's coming up. He got Amy's son a birthday gift, too. Yeah, it was so thoughtful. Just out of know, he was just listening to the show, heard yeah. something, and then went by your house and dropped it off. I can't believe it. So it we'll, we'll talk to him about that in a second. Let's get the morning corny right now. The morning corny. What do you call it when a group of apes start a company? What do you call it when a group of apes start a company? Monkey business. <laughs> that was the morning corny. There you go. You guys can call us 877-77-BOBBY. Hey, Bobby. Since you have a radio show in the morning, if you have to warm up your voice before you talk on the radio show, because I'm noticing I'm not talking to as many people in the morning, and if I have a conference call first thing in the morning, my voice goes out. So just wondering. Love you guys. Uh, sort of like this morning as I was getting ready. I'll play it from my phone. So I usually listen and sing along with this song if I'm feeling it. I was playing this one. Um, so that, and then I come in and I read commercials, though, before the show starts, too. That's what I was listening to this morning. I can feel it coming in the air tonight. That one. I was watching that video of those two teenagers who were pl- they were played this. Right, you said video? You're smiling. I did not, but I liked what you were doing there. That was funny. Oh, thank you. These two teenagers were played this for the first time. They never heard it. And they were like, oh! It was, went Is that viral. the song was amazing? Yeah. 
Yeah, they were like, that, drop the beat. You know what he goes? Dum, 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 dum. It's it crazy. <laughs> yeah. This is a jam. It's been the jam a couple of times over. Like when it came out, when the hangover came out, right now, third time. By the way, this is played from my phone. This is how. Yeah, you're bringing it back right now. <laughs> Hard. It's like a nine minute intro. Can you imagine the. Hey, Ray, pull this up on the system. Can you imagine the intro talk up on this back in the 80s? You could do you could do a whole segment and still hit the post from when he starts to do the lyrics. Let me know when you have it, Raymundo. All right, all right. Because what what I used to do as a DJ, when they'd hit the beginning of a song, you talk, you talk during the intro music, and you have to stop right before the voice starts. And so if you talk over the voice, that's that's a train wreck. And if you stop too early, people are like, ooh, you're not skilled DJ. Does it say how long the intro is, Ray? On that song? Yeah, I'll throw it in and I'll show. Right. Oh, okay. What? You, you're going to hear what 40 it seconds. is, but then you're going to feel it? Yeah, I'll do both. Okay. All right. Hey, everybody, it's <laughs> all the hits. Should I do DJ voice or no? Well, yeah, do the DJ. Right. It's a long time to do the voice. Hey, everybody, wake up. Uh, 72 degrees outside. Cock-a-doodle-doo with all your friends. Got a rush hour today, but uh, rush hour's not going to be so rushing, is it? Because everybody's still home for the pandemic. At least most of us are. Hope you're doing that good out there. Uh, not shaking hands, not kissing babies. Talking to you politicians. hey honk, honk. That's like old school. DJ. I got yeah. it. Psychologists say it's not good to work from home every single day because homes are supposed to be our safe zone with little connections to our job. Hey, I wish I had a less connection to my job. Hey, oh, <laughs> you know what I mean? All right, here we go. Phil Collins in the air tonight on the show. <laughs> Come on, I got it. I still got it. Yeah, You're, you can still DJ. <laughs> I can DJ the crap out of this stuff. I used to think that was what you had to do. Mm-hmm. I did that when I was 17, 18 years old. Continuous hit music, 105.9 KLAZ. We're playing the top hits tonight, the top five and nine. I'm your host. Yeah, that was me. Stop. Except <clears throat> I'm losing my voice of doing it. I know. I can't believe you did that. Hmm? I mean, I get it. That's what that's what was known. That's what you thought you had to do. Mm-hmm. I'm glad that that changed. I just sucked at it. So I had it was like, well, I can suck doing it like this. I can suck being myself with a not a very good radio voice. I'd rather suck being myself. That's what I do now. Suck being myself. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, Kane Brown will be on in the next segment that we do after this one. Again, he's hanging out in our marathon virtual green room. He's got a pretty big announcement he wants to make and also he got your son a birthday gift. So nice. Just want to ask him how he even knew it was your son's birthday and how he knew what he wanted. I know. I want to know too. Uh, Okay, you guys can call us anytime. 877-77-BOBBY. Hi, I'm calling because I wanted a little bit of advice. My boyfriend and I have been in a relationship now for about five months. And unfortunately, for the time being, we are in a long distance relationship. So one of the things that we've been able to do together is playing video games. Sometimes his best friend will join in and we all play together. Well, more recently, there have been some times when my boyfriend wasn't available to play at the same time that I was, but his best friend was. Is it okay for your girlfriend to play video games with your best friend if you're not around? It's a great question. I think it's okay as long as you check in with your boyfriend first and he doesn't think it's weird. I would just compare it to going to dinner with your boyfriend's best friend. Like, it's probably okay as long as you go, hey, do you mind if I go to dinner with Chris? Especially since y'all already all hang out. Yes. If you didn't all hang out together, then it might be a little bit like, why are y'all hanging out? Don't let the video game to people that are just listening to this, don't let that make you feel like it's more trivial. I, I would just say... 
ask your boyfriend. It would be the same thing if you were like, hey, do you care if I get some Chris and I go get some pizza or something? Right. That's it. And then if he does care, then you look got a whole that. other issue. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right, here's Elizabeth in Northern Virginia. Hey, Bobby. Uh, my question is: about a month ago, you mentioned that you and Bear Grylls were on a podcast together, and I was wondering if that was out yet and where we can listen to it. Thanks. Bye. Yeah. So there's a podcast that Nat Geo does that I'm not. I'm not the one making it, but Bear and I were both a guest. It's called The Making of a Nat Geo Podcast. And episode four is Running Wild with Bear Girls and Bobby Bones. So we talk about my trip on that show, the behind the scenes, and then Bear was also talking about how the show works. So, uh, yeah, be sure to check that out. All right, here is another one. Hey, Bobby Bones. Uh, good morning, studio. Um, just got a question. Uh, is it okay that seven-year-old son sleeps in bed with me and mom? be great to know. Thanks. Amy? I would lean towards... <laughs> I hate, I don't like telling people what's okay and not okay when it comes to that because really is it that big of a deal? But then they when when are you getting your alone time? And then also, at what age do you kind of move them along to their own bed? Because our son, honestly, we've we've been dealing with this a little bit. But instead of having him in our bed because he wants to be in our room, he gets a sleeping bag and sleeps on the floor and makes a pallet. That way, we don't create this, you know, dependency to be in our bed. So what are you saying to him? I I feel like maybe start with the palate. I'm not going to tell you if it's okay or not okay because I have friends where their kids sleep with them all the time. And I'm like, is that right? Or is what we're doing right? I don't know. You have to do what's best for your family. But if you're wanting to wean him off, maybe you try the sleeping bag and then he graduates to his room. And then if, if ever he feels like a night where he needs some more comfort, you can invite him back in for a night. There you go. Let's do one more. Morning, studio. Um, I was just wondering if you guys could start telling us when you go on vacation. Um, I listen to the podcast every day, usually uh, after work or before work, and I really don't like it when I am halfway through a podcast and I realize I've listened to all of it already previously. Thanks. Bye. No, we will not let you know. <laughs> I'm going to be honest with you. Um, you know, we just will leave because if I were to go, hey, we're not going to be here, then you just wouldn't listen at all. And a lot of the segments that you hear you may have never heard before, and you're getting the exact same enjoying enjoyment you would have gotten had we not said anything. So eventually people catch on, but maybe they hear bits that they had never heard before, and I just don't want them to feel like it's a rerun. Right, because for some people, it's, it's not the first time. Yes. And then we also try to put a lot of fresh content in. That's so, right. right. Never stop listening, ever. Yeah. But we're done with vacation now until uh, Thanksgiving. Right? Isn't that right, Scuba? But don't let them know. Yeah. Don't let them know we're going to take off Thanksgiving. On Thanksgiving Day, who knows? It's a a lottery. (laughs) Sometimes we work on Christmas Day. Yeah, sometimes we have Thanksgiving Day in the studio. (laughs) Uh, Let's do one more here. Hey, Bobby. We have this song stuck in our heads. It's been stuck in our heads for weeks now, and we can't get it out of our heads. Can you please help us? Tell us who it is and who sings it. It goes like this. Do, 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 do. Thank you. Bye. Yeah, I got you. I got you. Here you hit that, Raimundo. This is the White Stripes, Seven Nation Army. Mm-hmm. This is the song I listen to before I go on stage every night. Before I go out and do stand up, because you want to be pumped up, but you also want to be a, a calm pumped. Because this kind of gets the adrenaline going, but also it's not too, too hype. Because when you're out telling jokes, you want to be feeling good, but not too much. This is my my song here. 
Seven Nation Army is the name of the song by the White Stripes. There you go. All right, Kane Brown is on. He'll be on the air next. Go. On the Bobby Bones Show now. Kane Brown. Hey, Kane, what's up, man? Man, I am currently playing Call of Duty with Luke Holmes. <laughs> Wait, who's better at Call of Duty, you or Luke? Uh, I don't know. I mean, I think we're both pretty decent. Well, here's let's make a deal right now because we're about to do an exclusive release here. Like he's going to give us a name of some stuff that um, I don't want to spoil. I'm going to let him do it. But let's keep this short then because I don't want to interrupt a game. But you come back in studio later this week and play. Can we make that deal before we get going? Oh, definitely. Okay. Because I respect a game. I don't want to interrupt anybody's game. Uh, <laughs> Kane Brown's on with us. Now, on Friday, you got a new uh, EP coming out. Now, the name of it is not out yet. Is there any chance you would reveal that to our audience right now? Yeah, it's uh, Mixtape Volume 1. And uh, I can hear it's going to be a mix of just a bunch of different things that we've been working on during this quarantine writing. Yeah. Let me tell you the song that I really like. I was flipping through the channels. This song, Be Like That, man, I love this song, man. Turn it up a little bit. Can you hear that in his ears? Can you hear that? Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes it be like that. That's good, man. I like that one a lot. That's How many tracks are on this record? Um, I believe there's going to be seven. Uh, I was trying to get eight, but they said that it will be considered an album. So we're just going to put more once the actual album comes out. Does that mean, not to put the cart before the horse, as they say, but does that mean that there will be a mixtape volume two and three if you're doing volume one right now? No. Uh, I think that was it. We didn't really... I wanted it to call it like the quarantine mixtape, but, you know, I, I forgot why the reasoning was we couldn't go with that. So this is just the name that we came up with. And as long as it had mixtape in there, because it's a bunch of different sounds, I was fine with it. All right, we're going to do a track listing reveal now. Do me walk through this, or are you going to play and do it? Can you do both, Kane? Well, I currently, I just, I just died, so okay. I'm ready. <laughs> <laughs> All right, track one is what, Kane? Um, oh man, you're putting me on the spot because I don't even know this. I think uh, so. Track one is gonna be um, cool again. That is correct. Cool again, cool again. That's right. Track yeah, two. I'm, I'm, this is a quiz for Kane right now on his own music. What's track two, yeah. Kane? Uh, track two. Is it be like that? That is correct. Ding ding ding. Sometimes it be like that, but I'm not myself. The night you're gone. Can you name three, four, and five? Because I haven't heard these yet. It's track three, Worship. It is. Worship You? Yeah. Track four? Four is the um, BFE. What does that mean? Um, well, I mean, I don't know if you want me to say it on air. But you, could, you know what that means? What? You don't know what BFE means? It but, means like oh, really bum. far away. Yeah, no, no, no. Yeah, yeah. Some people, we had this debate. Like, is it Bum F Egypt? What's BFE yeah. mean to you? Is it Egypt or what? Yeah, I, that's what I've always heard it as. Egypt. But is the B bomb or butt? Bomb. It's not butt. Oh, I say butt. No, why would you say butt, F <laughs> Egypt? What's wrong with you? <laughs> That's what I thought it was. Uh, track five, Kane, is? Um, it's, oh, God. It's, it starts with didn't. Yeah, didn't know what love was. There you go. Uh, track and, uh, six, we have a clip here. We're a beautiful. No. No, no, no. Uh, John Legend? Yeah. Last time yeah. I say sorry with John Legend. And then track seven is Worldwide Beautiful. Worldwide, there yeah. you go. That's 
And this comes out Friday. Dude, pumped about that. Thanks, man. I'm excited. And then uh, we'll see you later on this week. Um, hey, I'm going to bring this up because I saw on Amy's Instagram that that you took her son, you got her son a birthday gift. I thought that was super cool. How did you know that her son wanted, what are those things called? A hoverboard. A hoverboard. Yeah, now I told y'all I loved y'all show. And since I've had a, a baby, I've been waking up early and I was craving Hardee's the other day. So <laughs> I drove to Hardee's and I was coming home listening to the show and I heard Amy talking about it. And so I just decided I'd get a, get him a hoverboard. So nice. That was so nice. Yeah, I appreciate <laughs> yeah, that, man. He he loves it. And yeah, he thought it was super cool. And because his birthday is today, but since, you know, you got it the other day and it was dropped off, he got a birthday present early. So he is loving life. Thinks it's the greatest yeah, thing ever. I was wondering if you let him open it early or not. Oh, for sure. I couldn't keep that from him at all. So, yeah, it was very, very thoughtful and kind. So thank you, Kane. Yeah, no problem. Thank you. Uh, Friday, Kane Brown released his seven-song collection entitled Mixtape Volume 1. That's what it says here. He's going to come in later this week and play. Uh, Kane, good to talk to you. Thanks for calling us, and we'll let you get back to get back to your game. All right. All right. See you, bud. In the next segment, we'll do drive-through trivia with Lunchbox. You went and asked people trivia questions. Yeah, that we're working the drive-through at fast food restaurants. And so it's not if they can get it right or not. It's what if we think they'll get it right or not. Okay. So we'll do that coming up. And there's something suspicious outside that I didn't want to go touch. So we'll talk about it. Lunchbox is got. Did you bring equipment? Yeah, I brought equequipment. Did you, did you see this when you drove, when you drove I, I, in? I brought gear. No, I didn't. I, what? We thought we were going to have to call up like the cops. Or, we'll tell you in a second. Okay. We thought we were going to have to call the cops, but Lunchbox said he'd bring some gear and go up into it. Gotcha. They talked to a bunch of employees at fast food restaurants and were like, hey, stop doing this stuff that you think is polite or you think is okay. Number one is not being specific with your order. They want you to be as specific as you absolutely can. makes their job easier. Number two, they say stop letting your kid order. Which makes sense because kids are like, I want. So order for them. That makes sense. Unless they're like I mean, they 13 can and can say directly what they want. But approach knowing, approach the counter or the window already knowing what your kids want instead of being like, I get that because I've been annoying before and been like, hey, honey, I'm already at the counter and I'm asking my kids what they want and it takes an extra five minutes. There are a couple more here that are interesting. The other one is talking first in the drive through. Like, don't pull up and go, hello, I would like, you there? Like, they're working, and as soon as they can get to you, they for sure will. Okay, good to know. And then finally, don't go up there and ask for ordering suggestions. Oh, I do that. I <laughs> like the to fast know fast food place? Their opinion? <laughs> I think their opinion is they just like for you to get in and get out. <laughs> Okay. Like at a restaurant wow, where tips I'm gonna, happen, I'm, that's definitely something. Like, hey, what's good? And they just lie to you most of the time anyway because they're trying to give you the special, no. which means food. They got to get out of the kitchen. Sometimes if I can't decide, I'm like, which would you pick? <laughs> I'm an annoying customer at a fast food. Well, those are things they want you to do less of. And they just okay. wanted to make it public. So, and I do try to avoid being super specific. Okay. Yeah, wow. be as specific as possible. Got it. Lunchbox went through drive throughs and you did this in Knoxville? Yeah, I was driving through Knoxville, and so I said, oh, you know, let me go through the drive through and do a little drive through trivia with the people working the, you know, cashier or the whatever you call it, microphone. So he's going to ask them a question, and we'll bet money, Amy, if they get it right or wrong. Okay. We'll, we'll lose their donates. 
Uh, the first one is a steak and shake. Here we go. Welcome to Steak and Shake. My name's Alicia. How may I serve you? Tell me, what's your favorite holiday? Uh, tax-free weekend. <laughs> <laughs> you know, for the last two weekends, best holiday ever. This is Mardi Gras. I'm from New Orleans. You know that. Oh, so you'd like to throw it down. <laughs> yep. Now, now tell me, do you flash for beads? <laughs> no. Too old for that stuff. <laughs> <laughs> well, when I was younger, yeah, maybe. How many stripes on the U.S. flag? Do you think she gets it, Amy? You can have first. 20 bucks right now up. Do you think she gets how many stripes are on the U.S. flag? Yes. And the answer is? 13. Representing? The colonies. Right. So you say yes, she gets it. Yes. The answer is 13. I, I don't want her to get it. Here we go. 13. Okay. Boom. You're up 20 bucks. I, I got the it. next one. Here's a guy at Chick-fil-A in Knoxville. What do you like about life right now? Everything good? I'm doing good, man. I just got back from vacation, so... Where'd you go? I went to Mexico. Oh, what'd you do? Uh, we were just there, for, like, at the beach for a week, you know, just on a resort. Oh, nice. Stay away from corona, you know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, you... I just got back a couple days ago, but... You see anything cool in Mexico? Waves. Yeah? Beach. You surf? I mean, it's more than I have. Yeah, I did surf, actually. That's we awesome. Parasailing, surfing. It was pretty fun to do it. What, what's the capital of Nebraska? Couple things here. Lunchbox just goes into their life story. He's doing a biography with every one of the people. And secondly, just transitions right into a question. Like, not, hey, are we doing a segment for a radio show? He's like, so how was your day? All right, when did you go to the bathroom? Puts a microphone right in front of their face. Um, what do you think, Amy? The capital? Oh, it's me. I'm going to say there's no way, because I bet you he's going to think it's Omaha. That's what... What is it? It's Lincoln. I didn't know that. I think it's Lincoln, right? Yeah? It is Lincoln. I would think that he says Omaha if he were to say a city. So I'm going to say no, he doesn't get it right for 20 bucks. Mm. That's going to be Omaha. Mm, it is Lincoln. I got. I'm right. And the best part is that's where he goes. See, man, I did, and I know all my 50 capitals. <laughs> I was like, cool. <laughs> all right, here's another guy at Chick Fil A. How you doing? Good. So, how do you get this job? How do you get this role? Uh, they sign it to me when I come in. Oh, you don't pick it. No. It's not like, oh, I want to be outside. <laughs> it's more pretty cool now. So. So what's good? You like this job? Is it fun? Yep. You want to play drive-through trivia? <laughs> Maybe some other time. What, what's the tallest mountain in the U.S.? <laughs> <laughs> Never mind. You're going to play anyway. I don't think it's, it's up to you. Do you think that this guy gets it right? Oh, is that a guy? Yeah, <laughs> it's a guy, right? It's a guy. Okay. A, young, a young. Is it, I could be wrong on this, is it like Mount McKinley? In Alaska? What's, what is it? Denali. Oh, I didn't know that. Where's that? In Alaska. Ah, oh, Wow. There's, an, I mean, there's no way this guy gets it, right? It's your pick. I mean, I feel like maybe he'll get it. I'll go for it. Get it, dude. Okay. I'd be in, in Colorado. Mount McKinney. Uh, oh, that's it. Is that what you said? <laughs> yeah, but I don't even think mine's anywhere near the top. Maybe I've just seen it. Uh, he missed it. It is, uh, yeah, Mount Denali, the number one in Alaska. It's yeah. in the Alaska range. Number two is Mount St. Elias. In, oh, wow. These are all in Alaska. Crap. All right, uh, let's do one more. I'm up 20 bucks. You can have this one, too. Uh, double or nothing? Okay. Go ahead. Thank you for choosing Starbucks. What can I get started for you today? Man, what's good in your life? I'm working. That's fun. <laughs> well, what's fun about work? I like, who, I like who I work with. I like my job. What's your favorite thing in life? I like my dog. What's his name? Sammy. Oh, yeah. What, 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 why does Sammy make you smile? Uh, because he loves me and I love him. Name the seven continents. Oh, wow. All seven. Does he get it, Amy? You can have the control. Yes or no? Depending on how rushed he feels. I mean, yes, I feel like he gets it. 
Can you name them and yeah. go? Okay, uh, North America, South America, Asia, Europe, Antarctica. That's five, right? Mm -hmm. Hold on. Where else have I said? I know this. Hold on, Africa. One more. Duh. Um, what did I say? North Wait, America, you South? Forget. Did you already say Antarctica? I did. Okay, you're missing one more. Australia. Yeah. Yeah. The other right, A. Go ahead. <laughs> North America, South America, Asia, Europe, Africa, um, Australia, and Antarctica. What? Did she say yes or no? She got it. Did, did she say yes or no? I said yes. I think she said. Guys, oh. I said yes. You did say yes because then Bobby's like, do you yes. even know him? And then okay. I was like, yes, ah, I do. Crap. All right, we'll do one more for sudden death. Oh, how much <laughs> you going? Fifty dollars. Woo! Okay. Okay. Uh, all right. Uh, do you do you want the category or do you want me to have the category? I want it. Okay, you want it. Okay, here we go. So I thought, wait, what can I get for today? How's it going? Pretty good. How are you? Oh, you know I can't complain. What do you, what do you love about life? <laughs> I don't know opportunities. What are your goals in life? What do you want to be when you get older? I want to be an artist and a traveler. <laughs> if you could travel any place in the world, where would you go? I would go to Lyon, France. <laughs> and you're going to be an artist. What are you going to draw? What are you going to be an artist of? I like drawing characters. What do you call a person that studies rocks? Okay. What would you call a person that studies rocks? A geologist. Right? Is that right? Guys, is that sure? right? Yeah, geology. Okay. Lunchbox, is that right? That's right. Okay. Thank you. Here we go. Wait, I have to say what she's gonna get. Is she gonna get it right? <laughs> Did you hear what she said? No. Yours? Okay, she's gonna get it right. <laughs> Did she just say paleontology? <laughs> <laughs> Did she? Go ahead. I don't know if I heard it, go but ahead. I feel like she said that. What'd you say? She doesn't get it. She doesn't get it. Okay, go ahead. Geology. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> you me. You lost fifty you bucks. You tricked me. You lost fifty you bucks. You tricked me. You Do acted like she said. Donate that to St. Jude. Paleontology. By the way, I, I'm going to tell you, I felt pretty dumb because I didn't get Mount McKinley when the mountain range came up. Mount, you mean Mount Denali? Yeah, yeah. But I, I said Mount McKinley is the biggest mountain and it was no, it was, that's what it was named before they switched it to Denali. Did you know that? I didn't know that. Mm -hmm. No. The name of the highest mountain in North America became the subject of dispute when the Alaska legislator asked the U.S. federal government to officially change its name from Mount McKinley to Denali. So when we were in school, you probably learned it as Mount McKinley. Which is crazy because I... Yeah, 2015, it got re, re, uh, renamed. Only five yeah. years ago? I knew I, I... Yeah. I always feel pretty good about the old noggin when it comes to trivia. I don't. All right. Uh, Amy, you owe me 50 bucks. Okay. You can donate it to St. Jude. I trust you. Got it. Come on! It's time for the good news. Tell me something good. All right, let's go to Eddie, who still has coronavirus, is still at his house, but can still bring us the good news. Eddie, what do you have? All right, so Owen and Zach, they're a couple of 15-year-olds that live in San Francisco, and they play lacrosse. But this year, their lacrosse season had been canceled because of the pandemic. So they're like, what do we do with all this time? Well, they decided to start Lacrosse Against Hunger. This is where they coach kids and teens into how to play lacrosse for exchange of donations to local food organizations. So, so far, they've been doing it for a few months. They have raised more than $2,000 to provide 2,000 meals to hungry people out That's there. That's interesting. They're giving lessons to kids in exchange for food. Love that. Yeah, that is pretty cool. Dang, there you go. That's what it's all about. That was Tell Me Something Good. We finished season one of Yellowstone. 
Kaylin loves it. I like so it. So good. Yeah, it's good. Okay. She loves it. Mm-hmm. And we always try to have a show we watch together. So we pop it up. Peacock Network. Don't pay for the episodes anymore, thank goodness. And we watch Yellowstone. You watch about one a night. And it's a good, it's the perfect time of it. It's like 47 minutes. Yeah. 30 is too short. An hour is too long. That 44 to 48 minute range is, it's like having a good meal and and feeling full, but your belly's not poking out over your belt. Yeah. You didn't get too much. Yeah, it's great. So I see where years ago you were telling me about this show and your husband was inspired by the fashion and you want to start looking like John Dutton, yeah. Kevin Costner. Um, and I'm going to Wyoming this week. Caitlin and I are going on Friday. She's going to go with me for the shoot. So awesome. But we're going, we're landing in Bozeman, Montana. And so it's the first shoot of my National Geographic show that we start. We have 16 episodes we're doing. I'm very excited. If It's been delayed like six weeks because of coronavirus. And as long as I don't have coronavirus right now, the show is on. Now, wouldn't it be extremely Bobby of me to somehow have contracted it in the last couple of days? You're already giving a negative scenario. Like at a gas station as we're driving back. Wouldn't that be just right in my brand yeah. to have something unfortunate happen right before? Right, but we're not going to think that way. Yeah. No, I could buy it. I probably will think that way. But <laughs> right after the show Friday, we fly up to Bozeman, Montana, and then we drive three and a half hours. And what we're doing is herding... 6,000 sheep through these grizzly bear infested woods, like the most grizzly bears in America. And so on horses, I'm camping out for three nights. Three? Mm-hmm. Friday night, Saturday night, Sunday, maybe two. Friday oh. Night, Saturday night. Friday night, Saturday. Yeah, maybe two nights. Okay, one is enough. But yeah. Okay. And then we shoot all day Sunday and then get back here late and then get back on the show Monday. Wow. So pretty excited about it. Do you get to take like Grizzly bear spray? Isn't there? I don't know. I don't know what I'm doing. Listen. <laughs> I don't know what's we, allowed. We, there is so much protocol with this COVID. I'm very thankful for this because they're making sure everybody gets safe. I do tomorrow or the next day, they send me a test. I take a COVID test at my house with someone watching me on cam. So I don't like get someone like, you know, what athletes, they'll get someone to pee in a bottle for them mm-hmm. to pass the drug test. Yeah. I think the same thing's happening with these COVID tests. Somebody watches me take the test. I put it in a bag, seal it, and we mail it off. Next day, they get it tested, and then it uploads into some 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 system we log into. And as long as I'm negative, I go get on the airplane and I go out. And we do it every week. So I'm just crossing my fingers, praying that this isn't that I don't go full Eddie on you guys. You know. Yeah. I mean, because once you test positive, <laughs> then I'm gone for like, like a month. <laughs> seems like you just can't like stop. I saw, the last time I saw Eddie was 1999. Oh, so sad. So I just I, I got to recognize and give credit to Nat Geo. They are making sure everybody is super safe. I'm just hoping that I'm still on and not canceling the whole production for weeks and weeks at a time. So I feel great. There's nothing wrong with me, but you never know. You could be completely asymptomatic and, and not know. But we go up this weekend. I'm pretty excited. If you know, reaching out to our, we have a, an affiliate in Missoula, which we're not going to be in Missoula, but we're going to be somewhere nearish. We're going. There's going to be no cell for those three days. So I get there. Friday, Friday night, Saturday, Saturday night, all day Sunday. No cell phone. There's no cell phone. There's no internet. Uh, we have to use a satellite phone if we're trying to contact anyone because where we're going into the national park. Was that Eddie on satellite phone dying out? Yeah. <laughs> I was like, what are and the he's odds? calling us from satellite phone yeah. right now. Who knows? Um, I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> what did you do? Just reconnect yourself? 
Yeah, I felt like I was. You were breaking up, so I just disconnected. Real In quick. the middle of a bit. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm still learning. <laughs> um, so I don't have a cell phone. So if we have to call anybody, we have to satellite phone it. So I'll well, see how that goes. I'm pumped for you. Yeah, I mean, me too. I think it's so exciting. You're finally starting. Yeah. Because I think it's a really cool concept and series. But what are the odds you're going to Montana? Right after watching Yellowstone. I know. I know. I'm so jealous. I know. I know. Eddie, do you so watch beautiful. Yellowstone? No, man. Remember, you tried it. You summarized the first episode, and I was like, eh, I'm out then. No, but here's the thing. I'd never wanted to watch it. And I was anti-Yellowstone, but Caitlin really wanted to, and she got me into it, and I like it. You know, I do like it. I think you would like it too, honestly. You will, I promise. And what is this Peacock Network, and how are you watching it for free? Please explain that. Peacock Network is the new streaming service NBC has. Yeah. Okay, and it's free 99? If you watch it with commercials. Yeah, there's cool. the, like, right, you I'll can, check it out. You can buy a, a higher... What do they call like yeah, a different? You can, like, you a can go up. Subscription, say Subscription. <laughs> I'm like, what's that thing called? You, you can, can pay it. more yeah, and get a subscription <laughs> and get like more content and stuff. But you could also stream this for free. And then season three of Yellowstone is out right now, but it only goes up every Sunday night. Well, it airs Sunday night and then comes up on Monday. So my husband and I have to wait for every. Don't so say tonight, anything, no, don't say anything. I, I'm, we're on season two. I'm not going to tell you anything. I'm yes, just you saying. will, because you're notorious for spoiling. I was notorious. I have worked on it, and I have been better. Okay. Can someone not get better? Mm -hmm. I think you spoiled something pretty recently. <laughs> no. -uh. One time, Amy spoiled the Avengers for me, okay. and I could not believe it. I put my hands... The movie had just come out. Amy took her kids to see it, and she was like, and then at the end, this happened. And I was like, what just happened here? Okay, so, but I haven't spoiled uh, anything since then. Okay. Anyway, hopefully I go off this weekend and get to shoot the show. And the you're going to come back a cowboy. Well, my question is, <laughs> do I wear a cowboy hat, right? Yeah. Well, because I'm not a true cowboy. I have family that's cowboys. I have yeah. friends that are cowboys. I would never wear a cowboy hat just to be dopey. When I did the photo shoot with Ronnie Dunn, I said, hey, Ronnie, from, from Brooks and Dunn, who's a photographer, we, we did a whole cowboy shoot for charity. I said, I can only do this if we take this seriously so people don't think I'm making fun of cowboys because I don't have the nads to be a cowboy. And he was like, nope, we're going to look completely legit. And I said, great. So as long as they're not putting it on me to be the dopey guy in the cowboy hat, if they're like, get into the role and play the part, I'll put the cowboy hat on. Okay. I thought about buying one at a gas station when I was driving back from <laughs> Arkansas this, mm -hmm. this last week. Taking it with me, but I didn't want to show up with one because I felt like that would be, they think I was joking. Yeah, and you're not. This is very serious. I have one Tim McGraw gave me from his tour. Ooh. Can't get more legit than it's that. It's a black one. It's one he wore on this entire Las Vegas, him and Tim, uh, him and Faith doing, uh, uh, what was that tour called? Soul, soul to soul. soul. That's It's weird. Right. When you put it on, you look like Tim McGraw. I know. And I sound like him too. <laughs> I was crazy. in the shower singing with it on last <laughs> night naked. Yeah. It's great. <laughs> okay. Please, God. Don't let me get corona before I go up there. I'm locking down. I'm not going anywhere. I come to this place. We went to Olive Garden once. Once a week, we try to go out and get something out of the house, but I'm not leaving the house at all. Except for that. Join me in prayer. Dear God, it's Bobby. Please don't let me get sick before I shoot this. I've been waiting my whole life to get my own show. If you could just help me out here. Thank you. Amen. <sighs> That's how nervous I am about it. Yeah. <laughs> I know. I'm in public prayer. I'm not scared. No, I'm sure other people are going to be joining you. Are That's you and great. Caitlin doing a, starting to do a Bible study together? Yeah. I saw some 
some stuff come in the mail for her. Mm-hmm. And I was like, hey, you got something? I think it's, um, I, I knew it wasn't a Bible, some kind of faith. A study. Yeah, something. It was okay. like some, some pamphlet. And she, <laughs> I don't know what it was. It's a book. Yeah, and she was like, yeah, we're, uh, Amy and I are starting a, a Bible study together. <laughs> yeah, one of our other girlfriends, yes. Okay. All right, all right. We got a call going, hey, there's a suspicious box out with my name on it. Did you see it when you pulled in the garage this morning? No. Big box, shouldn't be there. And so we thought about calling the cops or the bomb squad. Just a big old weird looking package. And Lunchbox is like, I got have some equipment. What, what kind of equipment is this? I got like gear. I got protective chest, uh, arm pads, knee pads, uh, leg pads. I got a helmet, goggles, mask. I got everything you need. Why? Well, he's going to go out and make sure it doesn't explode. And but why does he have this? Just because? Well, it's like my kid's bike helmet, my soccer shin guards, my dog's life vest that he swims with. So it's like you're you're making Mix up a little yeah. costume. Okay, got it. So hey, it's not a costume, maybe. Scuba well, Steve. Whatever. <laughs> let me ask you real quick. Yeah. You're the one that told me about the package this morning. Correct. How did that get into the garage? So it was in front of the garage, and somebody who works here at the station, Battle, brought it in and texted me. He goes, hey, Bobby got a package. Was he expecting this? And it's, it seems like one of those, like, it clown gifts. It's really weird looking. It's not mail. It's not FedEx. No, it's wrapped up in red uh, t- tissue paper and it's got uh, balloons on it. It's really odd. It's not my birthday, but what it is is suspicious. So Lunchbox well, is gearing up during this quick break. He's going to go out and find out what's in this box. Well, now I'm nervous for Lunchbox. What if it's a bomb? Hey, I'm, I'm a professional. Yeah, yeah. He's the one Don't who volunteered about me. for this. Okay. Remember when I thought I had a bomb delivered and my husband had to call security guy Tim and met him in a parking lot and then ended up being a sign that I ordered from overseas? <laughs> Something oh Amy ordered. But it looks very oh suspicious. God. It looked yeah. like a bomb. Lunchbox is coming in. Uh, he's going to be on <laughs> next. He's going to get dressed up and we'll talk to you out there to find out what it is. Yeah, I'll get geared up. There's a very suspicious package in our garage. Apparently, it was outside the garage, and someone moved it inside the garage, but it has my name written on it. It wasn't mailed here. It wasn't FedExed here. And so we were going to call the cops, but Lunchbox said he wanted to go. Now he's dressed head to toe. What are you wearing? Uh, well, I got soccer shin guards on my shins and on my arms. I got goalie gloves, like if I play just in case to catch any shrapnel. Yeah. I have some goggles and a mask and a kid's bike helmet. You're wearing something on your chest, though, too. Oh, and oh, yeah, I forgot about my chest protector. This is my dog's uh, life vest when he goes swimming. So he's going to go out to the garage in his gear and open this box and see what's in it. Are you ready? Whew. Lunchbox is... There we go. That dog vest is a little too tight on him. I know. Lunchbox is going out now to the suspicious package. We're not connecting on the phone. Let me know when you can hear me, Lunchbox. Can you hear me? Yeah, we can hear you. I don't know how you can hold All the right, phone with those go. mitts. All right, so when you get oh, out there, kind of let us know what the box looks like. Okay, here we go. We're about to hit open on this door. You ready? Yeah. Listen to this door. That's the door. Open in the door. There it is, the Ooh. door. Oh, there it is. Oh, boy. It's big. It is a big box. It's kind of, I'd say it's about a foot and a half off the ground. What color is it's it? It's red. Yeah. It's red. Red wrapping paper. And it has a blue and red bows on top of the package. And it has a string, like, uh, attached to balloons. There's three balloons and then one heart balloon that sticks above the other three balloons. Oh, no. Okay. So, what are you uh, going to do? 
Well, I'm going to pull the string first just to see. Or maybe I should kick the box first. Oh, I don't know. Should you kick it? There's a suspicious package in the garage. Lunchbox is on it now. Okay. Go, go ahead. I, 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 am, I am within arm's reach of the box. Go ahead. Is there anybody in there? Well, the box is like a foot tall. Yeah, there's no human yeah. in there. Go ahead. Okay, here we go. I'm going to kick it real quick. Oh, it says, to Bobby in very cool lettering on the box. It doesn't have a card, so I don't know who this is from. Here we go. Oh. It moved. Is it Nothing solid? Is it solid or no? Is it cake? No, it, it, feel, it feels very light because I gave it a very soft tap with my left foot, and it moved six inches. Oh, wow. Okay, pull that string. Let's open it up and see what's in there. Okay, here we go. Let's pull the string. Woo! Three, two, one. Oh, it just pulled the bows off the top. Okay, so we have no explosions <laughs> so far. So, okay. Woo! Okay, go ahead. No, start right. Okay. I'm going to attack it from the right side. There's a lot of tape. It looks like that's where I'm going to have to go in at. Go ahead. So here we go. Oh. Open in order. Oh, my goodness. There's instructions. Uh-huh. Open in order. And it has a heart. Man, this may be from your girlfriend. Is it? No. Oh, my gosh. I open it up, and there is blue tissue paper all over this box. Here we go. Oh, there is Bobby. Are you kidding me? Bobby, there might be 12 gifts in here for you. This is so open first. <laughs> open the first one. Oh, okay. You can take your gloves you off now. You want me to read now. what it says? Yeah. Don't say a name, though. Do you, is there a name on it? No. Go ahead. What did the prince say to the bleach as it went around and around and around and around? In the washing machine. What is this kind of riddle? This is in a very little box with striped wrapping paper. Okay, open it up. Why is he grunting? It's a Disney princess of, uh, what is this girl? Snow White. Why? Puzzle. It's a, it's a Disney puzzle of Snow White. Why do I have a Disney puzzle? No, and oh. it's really the puzzle. I opened it up, and there's puzzle pieces. I know, but there's something as you as we unwrap so, the. So do, I have to, do I have to put the puzzle together to find out number two? The puzzle is number one to sh- to share with you that this whole thing is a puzzle. Okay, go ahead, open up another oh, one. Where's number two? That's number ten. <laughs> uh, Can, does does anybody figure out oh, the wait. bleach? Oh, there's, a, thing? No, there's a card. I found a card. Oh. Uh oh, it says eight eight two two. That those twos though. What? <laughs> I don't know. Oh no! Does it not make sense? Because that scares me even. Here more. comes the card. Oh my goodness! This is someone that loves you, dude. It says, "I love our story." Once upon a time, I oh my. I don't even. I know saw that. your smile and knew I'd want to. All right. Uh... Wait! 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 Wait, Bobby. That's it me. It says, happy, happy anniversary, 8-8-2020. Anniversary the for what? The beginning. I love you. I'm not laughing anymore. Uh-oh. But it, it says Lunchbox goes, uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> Eddie, are you listening to this? I'm listening to all of this. So it sounds like you guys met on a Saturday uh, two years ago or a year ago. Oh, here. I found number two. Okay. Open up number two. Oh. All right. It is. Amy's got her head in her hand. Go ahead. It's like a 
it's like a miniature basketball hoop that you set on your desk and you hit it and you hit the button and it shoots hoops. This is so weird. You play NBA 2K, so here's more basketball. All right, here's number three. You want number three? Go ahead. This is getting really strange. By the way, if you're just turning us on, there was a suspicious package out front. Go ahead. Oh, it is. This, this one. This one's a football, uh, a football for your desk, like where you kick, you you flick it, and it goes through the uprights because you play games. That's oh boy. Cool. I mean, I don't mind this. Oh, the gifts sound pretty cool, unless they have like a chip in them that's monitoring all my moves. You, you want me to keep going? Well, I might as well see what number four is. What? You can take the gear off now, right? <laughs> what, Eddie? He can take the gear off now, right? He's safe. I think yeah, he, take the mask I think he just off. loves wearing it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> or I don't know. Okay, go ahead. Open one more. Number five says, what does the dreamer dream about all day long? Mm, playing okay, golf. it's a white box. I open it up. It's a white box. I unwrap the, the red tissue paper. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Dude, that is a nice shirt. I think I may keep this for myself. What size is it? It's a, let me see. It's a uh, large and it's gray and black, like a golf polo. Mm. Okay, well. But why? Open up the rest of the gifts. We'll go, we're going to play a song. Oh, boy. Yeah, I'll, I'll open up. I'll try to figure out the end of the puzzle. Mm. All right. We'll get an update on what else is in the, keep opening the packages, Lunchbox. Uh, in order. Yeah. And then see if you can figure it out. Okay. I got in such a bad mood this weekend because I kept waiting for the Arkansas football schedule to come out and they were announcing the two new teams we were playing from in conference because what a lot of these schools are doing is they're only playing conference games. And so we got the turd end of the stick. We already had the hardest schedule in college football and they gave us two really tough teams as well. We could have had... uh, Here you go. This season, Arkansas is playing number three, Alabama, number four, Georgia, number five, LSU, number eight, Florida, number 11, Auburn, and number 13, Texas A&M. It's the hardest schedule in college football. Because they're playing all good people? Well, they could have given us schools that aren't ranked like that. Okay. They gave us Georgia and Florida, who's at number four and number eight. We could have got Tennessee, Vanderbilt, Kentucky. Anyway, so I spent a little, a little of my weekend really irritated about that. What was the conference that got canceled? Oh, the MAC. They canceled yeah. all football. So that's so, a that's a mid-major conference. Uh, Toledo, Bowling Green, Temple, Northern Illinois. And they said no no football in the fall. Wow. Listen, before I get too mad about the SEC schedule, do I think that college football is going to be played in its entirety? Nope, I don't. I, I mean, I don't see any way of it happening. I think they're just kicking the can down the road a little bit. The MAC's already said we can't have all these people hitting each other, spitting on each other. Yeah. Because if one person gets it, the whole team is in quarantine, obviously. Yeah, I don't. I, I personally don't think it happens. I think we get close to it, but I don't think it happens mm-hmm. before everybody just shuts it down, even if you do play a couple of games. I just feel like 2021 should just be, well, given or thinking positively that we get everything under control by then, we just redo. Just redo everything we were supposed to do just a year one. <laughs> and we're not even a year older. We don't count the <laughs> our age yes. that we went up Like nothing happened. We just live the year as though it's 2020. Everybody turn it back. We're going to go check in on Lunchbox in a second. who's still in the garage going through this box that somebody dropped off. It's a really weird situation. But we had him going through all the, the compartments out there. Mm-hmm. Well, we'll find out what the other gifts are in a second. Hopefully there's some cool ones. <laughs> Should I keep them? Even if the box is weird but some of the gifts are good, would you still keep the gifts? No. I might. Uh, let's go to Eddie before we go to Lunchbox. Eddie has, still has coronavirus, so he's at home. But we're going to do Eddie's version of music school right now. 
Leonetti's Music School is now in session. Open the morning and out to school. All right, so Luke Combs, of course, killing in life right now. Country radio, he's doing great. But what was really interesting, I saw an article on a website that his streaming numbers are so impressive that people haven't seen this in a while because we consume music now by streaming a lot. I know I know, I do, we do here. But uh, his streaming numbers so far this year, and we're still in August, is 1.3 billion streams. And to give you an idea how amazing this is, is coming in second is Jason Aldean at 700 million. So he's... That's nearly half. He's double what the second place person is. Correct. Hmm. And I wanted to kind of give you the, the top five of streaming artists in country music right now, starting at number five. All right, go ahead. Tom Thomas Rhett is at number five. And number four is Luke Bryan. And then number three is Morgan Wallen. And then, like I said, yeah, Jason Aldean, two, Luke Combs, one. Oh, and breaking news, Bones, at number 1,000, it's Old Dominion, the Meow Mix. Oh, the Meow Mix. It only has two things. Maren Morris is the only woman in the top 20. I was going to ask if yeah. any females made it. Maren Morris did. Okay, good. Only one in the top 20. Uh, all right, Eddie. Class dismissed. That was Bobby and Eddie's music school. Lunchbox? Yeah. You're still like, going through the box. Find anything else cool? Oh, my gosh, dude. You got some great gifts here. You got a <laughs> uh, handheld massager. You got a bunch of nice clothes. And uh, listen... She sent some undershirts that are uh, supposed to be a little tight, and her quote on the back is, I can't wait to feel how soft they are. Amy's looking I'm at me worried. like I should stop talking about this on the air. Yeah. Listen, no, it's no, going to... No, but it, then, but it, I'm at the final box. Here's the thing. This is happening is a, to me regardless. Uh, I might as well share it with our listeners. Okay, we're on the 10th one, and this one has another pull. It has a string, and it's a bunch of Lunky Charms marshmallows, and it has a little... Um, ring bracelet and it says pull so i'm gonna pull the string this could be the one that blows up okay go ahead you ready yeah three two one oh stop oh. Oh. oh my god oh my god guys oh my god oh my god oh my god what is it it's the wedding ring it's not a wedding no, it's, not it's not a wedding ring. No, it's, it's not. It's a ring, maybe, Let's but is it a... <laughs> is there a note? Bobby Bone, will you marry me? <laughs> it says that? <laughs> oh, my gosh. I'm running in. I'm running in. Wait, I'm, I'm is that in. the last Bobby, one? Don't Bobby, don't answer yet. Bobby, wait till you see the ring. <laughs> oh, there he is. <laughs> I don't want to touch that. Look at this guy. This oh is, is okay. Do you think this is a joke? Is somebody no. messing with me? Do you want to get the ring appraised? I'm good. You take it. What, what was all the what were all the gifts about? Anything good? There was actually a lot of really nice clothing in there. There was like a couple button ups and polos and. Yeah. And an actually a really nice massager from Brooks and Stone. <laughs> like J. Crew undershirts? Yeah. I mean, why don't you guys have at it? Yeah! yeah! Shopping spree for my guys. I want that golf shirt. 
Right, you want the ring for your wedding? Uh, I like that one. It, I see some shiny diamonds on it a little bit. All right. That's a wrap. What a show, though. Uh, see you guys tomorrow. Uh, tomorrow, Josh Turner is in, and so is Priscilla Block, the first artist, I think, that will break in the country music world from TikTok. So uh, both those will be cool. All right, bye, guys. The Bobby Bone Show. On Crook and Chase Nashville Chats, a visit with global superstars Brian Kelly and Tyler Hubbard of Florida Georgia Line. Now, they've made history with their music and have been just as successful offstage. However, there's one thing they've decided they won't do during the pandemic. You'll learn what and why. Plus, a chat about what they'll explore next and fashion, family, and out of nowhere, butt skiing. <laughs> it's Tyler and BK with CNC. Listen and subscribe on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to podcasts.